Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Elderly Porch Pirates. Sadly, we're a part of the show today, and we'll tell you why a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Get out with LPP. Can you help me? People's problems, issues you'd like to bring to the radio and maybe a little help from listeners. Like I say, there's a a pretty decent chance that somebody has gone through what you're going through right now. And usually they're pretty giving as far as advice goes. So we welcome Anna to the show this morning. And we know that you're rolling the dice in kind of a family matter here. Uh, I'm leaving it up to my children uh, to determine whether my husband and I should get back together. Okay. Now, backstory about why you guys are not yeah. together. How long have you been apart, by the way? Uh, seven months. Seven months. And how old are your kids? Nine and 12. Well, okay. you have to assume they want you guys together, right? Like, I, I mean, do you, do you think that there's a chance that they're going to go, no, I think you guys are better apart? I, You know what? Probably, I, I think that they would want us together. But, I mean, I want to leave it up to them because, you know, he's been courting me and I just, like... I just, I just want it to be like their choice. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Like, do you want to get back together? I think I would if my kids want me to get back together. I've never heard of this scenario before. Ever. I would say if they're going to say, yeah, mom and dad, you should get back together. You can't not make it work because then one, they'll feel like it's their fault. And two, oh. another disappointment, you know, like this has to be yeah. forever. Because it's their decision. Does the dad, like your ex, does he know that you're leaving this up to the kids? Uh, no, he doesn't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't tricky. know. This is tricky. All right. So here's what I'm guessing is that we're hearing it for the first time and probably not thinking of all the angles. And our listeners are usually pretty good about this and, and figuring out some stuff that we haven't you know thought of. So I'm going to put you on hold for a second. And then you're going to kind of hear everybody else's thoughts through this. Okay. Okay. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Hey, thank you for calling, Karen. I got uh, just a quick second to get your thoughts on uh, Anna's situation here. If you were her, what would you do? Um, well, it would actually depend on if those kids are his. Yeah, they are. It sounded like it, yeah. They are. Okay, so I would I would suggest, like, why they break up in the first place. Was it a kid issue or was it a, a between-them issue? I personally, what I do, um, I've been with the with my fiance for four and a half four years and my kids gotta like him too because if eventually I'm gonna get married uh, my kids just like my husband yeah don't you think uh, yeah, absolutely. But they were married before. Yeah, this is the dad. So, you know, they, I'm assuming they like yeah. the dad, right? They were married before. They had these kids. Then they separated. Now the mom's like, you know, the the dad's still trying to go after me and trying to make this work. But I'm not going to tell him that I've been talking to the kids about it. And I'm going to leave it up to the kids on whether or not I should get back together with their dad. Of course, they're going to say, yes, mom, get back together with dad. Well, I think that I would want my kids to have both parents. I mean, that's that's all I ever wanted for my kids. Yeah, I yeah. think most so, people do. Well, don't you agree both happy parents, right? Like, you wouldn't want yeah. two parents that are back together, yet they're still going at it like they did when they were married. Like, you guys have to be 100 exactly. when you guys get back together yep. and start Absolutely. fresh. Yep. 
Okay. That's what I think. Good, Good. enough. Um, just because, just for the simple fact that um, I was in a long-term relationship. The guy has passed away now, and my it uh, wasn't my daughter's dad, but I mean he's she's called her he, she's called him dad since she was ten years old. Yeah, and. He was not very good in the whole relationship together. And when we broke up, she was mad at me because I still had to live there. So I had nowhere else to go okay. after she moved out. Yeah. So That'd I mean, be a tough spot. You know, I, I mean, I would personally just want my kids to have their dad. Okay. I think that's where most people are. Thank you, Karen. I really appreciate your thoughts on this, guys. If we didn't get to your call or your text, definitely keep them coming. We'll pass these along to Anna. I'm leaving it up to my children uh, to determine whether my husband and I should get back together. So, Mm-mm. something you'd leave up to your kids? Never. That is like, that's some serious adult stuff. I've never, ever appreciated someone oversharing with their kids. I think this is a, a time to be a child. So what's what's your what's your thought for Anna and how she's approaching possibly getting back with her ex? Morning, Brandon. How are you, man? Good, you? Good. Appreciate your thoughts on this. What do you uh what would you recommend for Anna here? Yeah, I think it's kinda dumb because uh why'd they break up in the first place and then she's gonna be yeah making an excuse for the kids, you know? And and they're not, both. Not a good situation. He doesn't even know about it. He doesn't know that she's talking to their kids like this. But he's making an effort to get back together already. She said he's kind of courting me. So uh, just I, I just want to throw this out to you guys and see if this changes your pattern at all. Because here's where my head was. They uh, they decide they're going to break up. That maybe the grass is greener. Maybe they're not made for each other. And then they realize what do they call it? Uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah what if that's the situation here and they both realize they're better off with each other and they want this family harmony back together that's a surprise at christmas that is a surprise christmas morning both the parents are there they say guys this is uh this is going to be the real deal we're working hard we want our family unit to stay together and we're going to make it work do you think she really secretly wants back into this relationship pretty bad and she's using the kids as maybe like the scapegoat what, like, do you, what do you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just think she doesn't want to admit if it doesn't work the second time and that. And then it would be the dad's she's, fault? No, it's the kid's fault. You can blame it on the kids. They wanted us back together. I should have never taken you back. This I can hear so somebody di- saying no, that. No, this is so disgusting. It should just be a joint conversation. And this should be months and months of them probably quietly, secretly going to see a therapist. And then coming together for a really strong relationship. I'm all about people staying together for their family if it works for everybody. But don't tease these kids again. That's like really nasty to do. Brandon, imagine being married to Kat. How long do you think you'd be able to work it out? Like, are you in the six-month period or less than that? Listen, I'm a good wife. At least least two hours. (laughs) I'll take it. I can't imagine that you have ever been, like, before Trisha in, like, long-term relationships, right? They were just kind of, like... Like six in six months was probably the longest. Really? Yeah. Did she ever cheat in on high you? school? No, she just uh, broke up with me. Really? Like she just straight up was like, "I don't like you anymore." <laughs> I was as, like, "All right." As far <laughs> as I know, only one person cheated on me, and that was my former fiance. Such a loser. But can you imagine finding out that somebody 
cheated on you as they were going to propose to you at Disney. I was madly in love with this man. One day, he just decided to surprise me, took me to Orlando for a little bit of fun at the amusement parks. He decides to sign up to be a contestant on one of the competition games performances that they had at this theme park. So right before the show is about to start and he's about to start to compete, he hands me over his cell phone and says, babe, please film this. I want you to see what's going to happen. So here I am with his little cell phone filming, all excited, all proud of my man. He starts to receive text messages that are popping up on the screen. The text messages turned out to be from his mistress that he's been messing with the whole time we are together. Once he shows up, he immediately gives me a huge hug, tells me that he loves me, and of course, does the proposal again to my face this time, not just on the big screen. The only words that I could manage to muster up at this point were, baby, this two-carat diamond ring, it's just not going to be enough. Oh. Can you imagine just like in real time, is that called like what the kids say, 4K, finding out that they are cheating. So what happened was with me and my my ex, we were at Amos's apartment. We're all partying. We're out on the the balcony. We're having beers. We're playing cards. And I'm like, where is where is my guy? And I walk through Amos's Amos's bathroom closet and bedroom were all attached like you could walk through so I go through the bathroom go through the closet see him laying like a a girl in sixth grade talking to her girlfriends like on his belly on the bed and he's like yeah no I cannot even handle being with her anymore yeah I cannot wait to drive out so you're at the same party and he's talking to another girl yes he had excused himself to go into a room and then he proposed and I said yes can you so believe you, me? You, Can this, you believe it? And he proposed after you knew he was talking to another girl. Yeah, I know. The hell is wrong? Well, because he was like, oh, and then he heard me behind him. And he was like, no, no, I was just, I don't even know why I was saying it. And I was like, I think you know why you were saying it. And then we had kind of a rocky spot there. And then he moved away. And he said, he's never going to happen again. Yeah. You need to be with me the rest of your life. Yeah. And you said, okay. Yeah. Dang. I know. I was so young and dumb and just... All of that. My sophomore year in college, our dorm room overlooked the tennis courts at Gustavus. It was uh, right on the edge, and and they had these really nice outdoor courts. And it was maybe end of October, beginning of November. I know it was before Thanksgiving break, but my roommate looked out there (gasps) and saw his girlfriend at the time making out with another guy. No. Like he's got her pressed up against the tennis court screen, and it, if they would have done it on the close side, yeah, you could you can't see through those screens, right? She it, wanted we, him but, to see. I don't know if she wanted him to see, but immediately he whips open the window and he goes, "Hey, I can see it all! <laughs> I can and see it all!" I was like, "Whoa!" Right? And part of me says this guy never really, really dug on her to begin with because he didn't seem that hurt. Yeah, but I was just like. If you don't love someone or want to be with them, like split, because you could tell that it was a savage move yeah. for him to look out the window and he goes, is that kid? Hey, I can see everything. <laughs> and she kind of like, looks Good. and he whips around and I was like, what is going to happen? I mean, oh it was a, it, it was a, just a surreal moment. So I thought we'd have a couple of minutes for this. Now, I want to lay the ground rules. If you don't want to use your name, that's fine. Give us a fake name. No but, using their name. Yeah. How did you catch them cheating? I know my mom and dad, their favorite place to just grab a snack is the Costco food court. They really do that. Oh, huh? my God. They do that. They'll so, just like they'll make up a reason to go. 
to Costco just to grab like a hot dog. Trish and I were out there the other day and I have a theory that the locals that you'll stop and eat there on the way out. Because you spend so much money there, then you're like, oh my God, what's a what's a dollar fifty hot dog? I've never eaten at a Costco. That ever. food is so good. I'm sure it is, but I've just never I've just like Got my stuff and I want to go. Yeah. I don't even think about stopping to eat. Sometimes it's just you grab a hot dog and then you eat it while you're driving home because you're not supposed to grocery shop on an empty stomach, you know, because then you buy more. But I was reading about this woman who celebrated her birthday at the Costco food court and her whole family was involved. I'm having my birthday dinner at Costco. We got my dad in his sweatshirt. We all have matching sweatshirts. Mm. And we're meeting the rest of the family in the food court. We're going to get some hot dogs. (laughs) This is going to be the cheapest birthday dinner yet. They have the chicken bake. That's pretty good. They have the stromboli. What's a chicken bake? It's like, uh, you would love it. It is chicken. And then it has like, I don't know, maybe like a creamy sauce inside. But it's inside like a bread. So they hollow out the pastry and then they stuff it with this you would you would actually really love it you'd probably make it like five meals because you're so obsessed with your weight but yeah it is like so good what is your wildest birthday and what's your lamest birthday because even though she had a smile on her face the whole time that's like kind of a lame birthday well i have an october birthday so when i was in college they started getting off the chain uh when i was done being a football player those last couple of years, I mean, you barely get to campus and you yeah. barely get your, you know, your, your classes dialed in and the end of October rolls around. So I remember several birthdays, not paying for a drink, not paying for food. But you remember them. Just That's not a bouncing good around. <laughs> well, one of them, I ended up getting caught and stuck in one of those kitty swings. Oh, you know, the yeah. ones for the little kids that they can't get out of. Did the firefighters have to cut you no, out? No, it was pretty close, though. I was upside down for a hot second. Oh, God. And they were kind of pushing my fat legs through back through the other way. Like when you got to. You know, when you're stuffing socks into a drawer, it was like that with me upside down in this swing. I had a panic moment one time at the park, too, with Liam. It was the the handicap swing because they're so comfortable. Sure. But then the lock, like, jammed. I was like, this is how. And then then you start thinking, this is how I'm going to die or this is the way I'm going to. My lamest birthday, uh, I ended up in the ER uh, because we had a playoff football game that night and uh, I got knocked out. And I wound up in the ER and then I wasn't hungry because, I mean, if you've ever had a really good concussion, you're not hungry. You don't want to do anything but sit in the dark. Mm. And that's what I got. I had finally gotten home. I had uh, gone back with the team and we had won the game, rode the bus home. And then my dad had picked me up because there was no way I was going to drive home. He picked me up from the school and I went home and they got the cake there and it's all lit and there's (laughs) gifts and everything. You're walking sideways. I am like, I don't want any of this. And he's, well, Jesus, we got the cake. We got, I mean, like he was, he, oh my he, God. Could, he couldn't fathom, like after being through special forces training yeah. that I got a little bump on the head uh-huh. and I didn't want the cake that they had. I mean, candles were lit and everything. Well, Jesus. It, he know fine. You're not supposed to yell or have overstimulation. Go downstairs, sit in the dark. <laughs> we'll have the cake. That's, wow. That was my lamest birthday. Dang. I would say my wildest. I turned 21 in Fargo and I would say I actually ran into a friend at Green Mill this weekend. Her daughter is going to NDSU. And uh, she's so excited. I said, this is the town that you want to turn 21 in. I can't believe that. Why? What do you mean? I don't think, because Fargo's lame. 
Are you kidding me? It is the wildest town ever. The bar scene is crazy. Anyone that's listening to this across the country is going, your best birthday was your 21st in Fargo. Old Broadway. I was wearing what I was wearing, you know. And then you just do that little circle, that roundabout, the bar, and all the guys will yo, what's up? And then you're like, it's my birthday. And then they buy you drinks, cut two, you're throwing up your vodka crayon, and then you're banned. But uh, lamest (laughs) birthday, I would say probably last year. Went grocery shopping early, early in the 6 a.m., which is my favorite thing to do. Okay. Got home. The boys took me out for breakfast. I had a noon nap. I woke up and watched a Hallmark Christmas Channel movie in March. And then they took me out for sushi. And then I was in bed by 730. And I loved every minute of it. So. You're the lamest human I know. I kind of am. I'm like a tick away from the Costco food court. But I'm like, there you go. That's what she wanted. And then they even gave her a free small birthday cake. On your most wild birthday, what's one? And I don't want, I won't share any of these. Okay. We're not going to read any of these back. So you can get as graphic as you want and as honest as you want. But on your most wild birthday, just share with us here in the studio. We will not air these. We will not screenshot any of these. But what was the craziest thing that ever happened to you at a birthday celebration? Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. Okay, can't call yet because you don't know the scenarios. Here's how listener bingo works. Phones are on hold, but as soon as Kat and I each tell you what we're looking for, we will answer the first phone call through and we'll see which one you fit. Maybe it's a super interesting situation because you're somebody listening who... Who has ever adopted a highway. Maybe you have a youth group or a church group and you adopted a highway. There's a first ever World Cup for picking up garbage. It took place in Japan this year and a British team actually won. We did really good. We stayed together. We just try to really focus. Sometimes it was really hard because there wasn't really that much trash. That's when we had to look a little bit deeper like in the bushes. We're just really focused on the cigarette butts on the floor. Oh, my God. That's amazing. They're just like cleaning up trash, and then they get rewarded for it. That's our USA rep, by the way. Her name is Beatrice. (laughs) So have you ever adopted a highway? Okay. Mine is going to be anyone listening who is, have you heard the, the term pet paralyzed? No, I haven't. So over the, over the weekend, uh, one of the hockey dads that was with us uh, as we had to drive five hours for a hockey game, where's the wife? She's pet paralyzed. Because her pet didn't go with? She's at home with the pet. Oh, okay. They couldn't go watch their son play hockey because yeah. you had to stay at home with the pet. You're really selling it to me. <sighs> when are you going to get Liam a dog? Why don't you have a dog or a pet? Who gets it? Well, technically, it's a tie. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Okay, which one? Which but, one? Which one do you identify more as? Uh, somebody who's pet paralyzed or an adopt a highway error? Well, considering I still participate, I'm going to go with adopt a highway. Okay, and which highway do you drive down? And you're like, mm-hmm, I did all that. It's. Actually, I'm not near it anymore. I go back about three times a year to do it, but it's a stretch of Highway 27 in Claire County, Wisconsin. Okay. You drive all the way back there to clean up that highway. That's where my family's from, so yeah. That's amazing. I love that. What's the most interesting thing somebody is throwing on your stretch of Adopt-A-Highway? Oh, uh, uh, you don't want to know. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like diapers and stuff? 
adult toys. Oh. No way. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. talked to a trucker a I've long time ago. I've never seen cats ago. so excited. And he confirmed that, like, looking down into people's windows, he sees that stuff all the time. I'm like, really? While you're driving? Yeah. That's Out crazy. Out of all the years you've done that, Brandy, how many adult toys have you bagged up? Uh, not very many, actually. Probably only, like, 20. Uh, what did you just say, 20? No, three. Oh. Three. Uh, and now, have you ever thought of just cleaning them up and reselling them online or anything? Yuck. Uh, I can't believe that actually just came out of your mouth. Oh, really? <laughs> I know everybody could use a little extra cash for the holidays, so we've got $500 to give you right as we open the show at 6 a.m. Wednesday morning. So set an alarm, get up with the live show. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the podcast. There's a point in all of our lives where... We've got to look after our parents as they get a little bit older. You pay a little bit more attention. You always, in the back of your mind, never think you're going to get there, though. I know. You know what I mean? Kind of a weird spot to be in. Especially if you throw them into one of these communities. Right. And that's why I wanted to make sure we got Chelsea on the show because there's something very specific going on. And this is is at Dad's, right? You were there? I was over at my Dad's the other day, and he lives in one of those, you know, like, retirement older communities yeah and his neighbor um she's she's like in her i'd say 80s and he saw on his ring camera while he was at work that she went to another neighbor's house and took their package off their porch and brought it (laughs) to her house oh my god elderly porch pirates are the worst because how do you approach them you know (laughs) yeah and it's not the first time he said no way yeah he he wants to you know blow the whistle on her and but it's like no one really you know likes to think that a sweet 80 year old lady is stealing but what else is it i know well you have like tangible evidence you have a ring doorbell camera video so maybe he goes over there and he's like listen lady like i'm gonna put this out for the world to see if you don't give those people their stuff back yeah i don't know it's just so it's so hard when you're like living next door to someone too <laughs> i don't know so uh and i'm gonna put you on hold here real quick chelsea but you would just take the video over there and say you got to give all this yeah. stuff back <clears throat> probably i mean what if this woman has been a thief her whole life and just because she's in her 80s well you're the first person that always says i can't wait to get that old because then i can crap in a box and give it to someone and they just go oh, you're just old like <laughs> I you know i you, didn't know you use age as an excuse so one thing that derek is trying to teach me is that like if i see an older gentleman eating breakfast alone like i'll pay for the breakfast because i feel like he just lost his wife uh or he's alone a widow Maybe he doesn't or... have any friends because he's a jerk that's what he says. What yeah. if he? What if he killed people? Yeah, what he if could he have been a murderer. Kids, or what if he? What if he did all this bad stuff in his life, and you just treated him to some eggs Benedict? But in my mind, they're just like old and alone. I don't know what it is, but you should get the salmonella eggs. What? Uh, you should get. You should get him salmonella eggs and let God sort it out. If he was a good man, his body will fight off that salmonella, and if he wasn't, nature takes its course. That's not my job to experiment Why with people's not? bodies. Why not? You're off task right now. I would probably <laughs> go to this woman's house. I wouldn't have my dad do it, but I would just say, you can't be stealing people's stuff. I don't know how many times you know? this year I'm going to have to tell you guys 
to watch your own freaking bobber. I don't care if you see somebody stealing crap out of your ring doorbell. That ain't your problem. What if that is one of your prized items that you found? Then you take... Online, you're waiting for it, you're standing at the door, still not coming, and then you step away from your door for a minute... It gets there. Somebody scurries over and takes your stuff. If it's your stuff, then you take action. If it has nothing to do with you, then let it be nothing to do with you. You are looking for a problem. Someone texted that maybe she is in communication with that neighbor and picks their stuff up uh, for them. And then maybe it's all innocent and then everybody can go back to being really good neighbors because when you know your neighbor is up to no good or feel like they aren't, then you can't possibly be like friendly with them. What would you do right now? Dad sees the neighbor stealing stuff. You think. Mm. Should he get involved? Should he let it be? It's Kat and JJ up in here and I appreciate you spending some time with us. So just talk to Chelsea. Basically, her dad lives in one of these retirement communities and he's got a part-time job. And while he's at his job, he noticed... One of the older ladies in this community basically turning herself into a porch pirate. Going and stealing from the front porches of her neighbors their goods and then bringing it back to her house. So it could be two things. It could be her just stealing or it could be her um, in communication with that neighbor like somebody had texted. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe she is being a nice neighbor and holding it so nobody does steal it. Get the real answer. Again, this is... Now think... Five years ago when nobody had a ring doorbell camera, this was not your dad's problem or he had nothing to do with it. He just went to work and was just a happy dude. Yeah. Pat, would you get involved in this at all if you were the dad? I would not because I think the lady, they are in communication and she's doing the neighbor a favor. Um, We do that all the time in my neighborhood. Yeah, we do too. So if somebody saw me... They'd probably think I was stealing. What if she? Right? What if she is exactly. stealing, though, Pat? What if she's? What if she's stealing, and this guy was the key to unlocking this major heist? Like, what if she's really, really just been doing this forever? And, and you know they're too old; they're not on the Facebook like development page. They don't know so. what to do when somebody steals from them. You're saying just let them steal, let her steal away, huh? Well, then instead of approaching that lady, maybe the person whose package was stolen, he could just do a general conversation high level without her knowing. Yeah, maybe. What if you call in the FBI here? Is that the right thing to do? <laughs> JJ, you just said not to be <laughs> I know. Great. Wait a minute. He always says that out I of this mouth, side of his mouth and out of this side I of his mouth. I wouldn't touch this with a hundred foot pole. Listen, I'm looking for less to do. <laughs> In my life right really, now. you were a little busybody yesterday. I wasn't a busybody. You were a little busybody I wasn't yesterday. A busybody. I, listen, because <laughs> I dipped my face in our studio after the show to tell Kat a piece of gossip that no, I knew would make her I didn't her even day. ask for the gossip, Pat. She's he got an open-door policy. Goes, <laughs> She's got an open-door policy with gossip. She You're just goes, if there's any gossip in the building, send it to me. I don't want to know me. any of that. He's like, want to know something? All right. What's <laughs> trending? What's trending? Trending is this new movie. I'm a sucker for the Hallmark Christmas movies. I am. I'm very happy that it's like year round on its own channel because sometimes you just need those Christmas feels. But United Airlines, they have released their own cheesy Hallmarky style Christmas movie that is all set at the United Airlines ticket counter and then at the gate and then on the plane. Oh, and I can't wait for my parents to ask me why I'm still single. I don't know. Maybe because I'm an astronomer. We have weird hours. 
Maybe I just need to say, my life partner is the sky. Is that what you asked? I asked if you were checking that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now what? At your security, to your gate. That's it. Thanks for choosing United. No, oh, and then he has little elf ears, and everybody that works for United, they're elves, and then Santa boards the plane, and then she meets the love of her life sitting next to her. So uh, I want to know, is there a certain scenario that you could recently make into a Christmas movie? Every day. Every day? All right. Go ahead. Well, my wife would basically leave me for a better life with yep. just the dog and would randomly vacation with the dog, the Labradoodle, and send me pictures of their exotic vacation locations along with Christmas cards of the dog in my place of <laughs> with the kids and around the tree and everything like that until the dog got sick and she'd fall in love with that handsome veterinarian who never was had time for love but found a woman who uh, just left her husband because she loved her dog more than her family. Oh, yeah, You're outside the window. I can just see you like brushing the <laughs> snow off, watching your family nose inside. up against the cold window. <laughs> Look, there's dad out there. But then we have our new dad in here. No, it's so great. <laughs> I would say a small market radio DJ gassing up at Quick Trip didn't realize that she would soon meet her lifelong love. He held the door and then moments later would brush up behind her at the healthy foods aisle giving her a glimpse of what he's working on. What about tornadoes? I told you, I've given up that life mm. a year and a half ago. Don't put your own unhealthy spin on my story. Then after I check out, they say, I'll see you next time. <laughs> and then he whispers, I sure hope so. And then we meet together at the gas pump. For he's, a tornado. He's on five, I'm on seven. And then we just fall in love and it's a Christmas miracle. So anyway. I'd, I'd watch the whole six minutes. It's actually going to be a good brain break for you today. And that is what's trending. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.